Welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I am Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, I think we this is 96 of the Deuce Podcast. Yeah, I think that's We're right. getting up there. Yeah. And we are currently starting our new series called Prequel Sequels. It's, the, it's another loose deuce. It's another loose deuce. Shake that loose deuce off. <laughs> with, with prequel sequels, these are actually movies. We're going to be covering movies that were second in their installment, but they're actually prequels to the first movies. Yes, that is correct. And we are going to start off with the uh, 2013 yep, prequel sequel to the 2001's Monsters, Inc. called Monsters University. The movie no one knew they wanted, let alone cared about. But Monsters University. Yeah. Because this is a movie where you would say it's not really important that we have it, but I'm glad we do. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and I... So this is the first time I've seen it. Okay. And uh, Which I've seen this before. Yeah, which mystifies which is me because you... The other way around. How, yeah, right. Um, but I'm a big... I like Monsters... Like, out of... Lots of people like Toy Story. And you know me. I got to be like, not like everyone else. So I like, right. I like Monsters, Inc. Yeah. I liked Monsters, Inc. So I, I, I watched Monsters University. And oh, I was I, excited when it came out. Oh, I'm just all about the Incredibles. So. Yeah. And you're the Incredibles. Yeah. So. Um, so I don't know. Like I, so I was never like in a rush to see this movie. Um, I heard okay things about it. Um, I guess the, the reason I never was really that hot to trot about this one was just like, I liked the story so much in the first one. And when they were like, they're going back to basics and, you know, started doing the whole college thing. Like I got real disinterested real fast. Um, well, I, I think you should be why. disinterested because it's 12 years after the first movie. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's a way long time. I mean, I guess what The Incredibles was a long time. Oh, yeah. The Incredibles was a very long time. But that's different. Like, it kind of set up for its own sequel in a way. You know what I mean? You always thought The Incredibles was going to have a sequel. Yes. You never thought. You were like, you know what I need? I needed to know what those two monsters were doing in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You did not think that that's what you needed. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, no. And... and yeah, like I, I don't know. I liked the story so much in the first one. I wanted to see what was, uh, what was going on with them, and then it's just kind of like, oh, that was it. It was done. Voice talents that return to this movie, of course, are Billy Crystal and John Goodman from the first movie, and Steve Buscemi from the first movie as well. Shows back up. Uh, but this cast is crazy. There are tons of people in this, yeah. including Helen Mirren. Shows up. Uh, we got Sean Hayes, Dave Foley, uh, Tyler Labine, uh, Nathan Fillion, Aubrey Plaza, Bobby Monahan, Julie Sweeney, Bonnie Hutt was in there. Did you get that? There's John Karinsky. There's what, uh, wait, John Krasinski. Please? Yeah, he was the 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 fighting Frank McKay. Oh, yeah. All right. Bill Hader was in it. Of course, John Ratzenberg uh, reprises his role towards the end of the movie as the Alfred Molina, Charlie Day. Al- they were yes, true, Charlie Day. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, Marsha Wallace is the librarian. So, in her last role, yeah, uh, was this her last role before yes, she this passed away? Her, this oh, is her last role before she passed. I mean, that's good, but hey. Yeah. 
and Carlos Alzaraki was in this too. Yes, who you, who you may know from Reno Nine One One. From Reno Nine One One and uh, Camp Laszlo. <laughs> I think he's very talented. And the Taco very Bell funny. Chihuahua. Very funny. Oh yeah, he wasn't talking about Chihuahua, but whatever. I guess some you get you got to do something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I think he's funny. Yes, a great he underrated voice actor. Correct. Um, and this movie is like, um, you know, hey, uh, do you think they were like, mm, you know, let's do a second Monsters Inc. movie, but let's make it a prequel and let's make it uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, the yeah, college, animal, the cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it, it has, it's a car, I mean, it's a college movie, you know what? Yeah, it is, and that's not my favorite genre as yeah. it is. Um, so this one is a little tough for me. Yeah. Um, I see lots of good in it, but it's just tough for me. Yeah. We're probably going to differ a little bit about this movie. I, th- I think so, I'm going to have to try to persuade you, just like you've persuaded me on a bunch of things that we've, we've, uh. That I've like, watched. Like how I persuaded you on The Princess Diaries. All right. And uh, we're going to continue <laughs> talking about Monsters, Inc. <laughs> but first, uh, did you know that we're no phonies? Are we? I guess. You tell me, Jeremy. No, I'm no phony. What's a no phony? So, no phony, as in the no phony podcast. Oh, that's uh, what it is. Is a... Uh, it's a podcast network. Uh, it's independent awesomeness. It's a uh, wide group of podcasts that uh, have all come together and really have have learned to support one another, help each other out. Um, a lot of podcast networks have very similar shows as far as like, hey, look, we all do like a specific genre so that it, you know. It's easy to, to prop each other up because you know what works and what doesn't for that specific genre. Uh, the No Phony Podcast Network, you know, a lot of times we're we're helping trying to help each other think outside the box and learning about each other's shows and what makes, you know, each different genre tick. I mean, it's great. Um, in fact, like this, uh, this month, uh, our featured podcast is the 390 band. Uh, and they do a lot of, like, the the music for a lot of different, um, uh, a lot of different podcasts that we have on our network. So they've done some themes, done things like that. If you actually go to, uh, well, you can find them at nophonynetwork.com. Uh, you can also, if you go to uh, 390band.com, so it's just 390band.com, you can uh, hear them there as well. So uh, definitely go check them out. Um, you know, it's not like your normal podcast, uh, but but they have all sorts of great stuff on there. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different stuff. Stuff about comics, dogs, you know, uh, you have uh, like true crime. I mean... Anything you can think of, like game show type uh, podcasts, anything like that. Were we talking about popcorn? Popcorn? Popcorn, you say? Yes. We All were. right. This movie, uh, like I said, came out in 2013. Pixar. Yep. So it became in between Toy Story 3 and Cars 3 came Monsters University. Was it between? I thought, was it Cars 3? Mm-hmm. I... This came out in the summer of 2013. Yeah, but didn't Inside Out come out 
right after that? Uh, in chronology. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm I'm reading Randy Newman. Why am I reading oh. Randy Newman's chron- chronological? Because Randy Newman is part of the big Pixar universe. Yes. So yeah. You, yeah. You're probably right. It actually says Randy Newman's chron- chronological. Well, okay. So here is here is yeah. what happened. So, so it's so actually Cop Rock, Toy Story three. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song to Monk. <laughs> so I do apologize for that, folks. But uh, of course, Randy Newman uh, did the soundtrack to this. I guess we can say that. So yeah, yeah, that definitely puts it in. I'm the sorry, I was column. reading the wrong thing. I, um, I was on the, yeah, you're right. Because uh, Inside Out came like way. So okay, so originally, uh, it was supposed to be this, then the good dinosaur. The good dinosaur, right? And then Inside Out, um, and they ended up delaying uh, the good dinosaur for 18 months. And so there's this long gap between this and the next movie. So it was this, and then Inside Out came out. And then shortly after that, the good dinosaur came out. Yeah. So the schedule what do I know? I've time. got Randy Newman on the mind. Hey, you got a friend me. Just right, right there, Academy Award. We we just wrote like the theme this song. This is the I think this oh, is the first one he didn't get nominated Monsters for. Inc. This is the first one he didn't get nominated for. Well, that's too bad because he should get nominated for everything. Sure. Do you want to do a Randy Newman impression? Put marbles in your mouth and start singing. There you go, Randy Newman. Boom. Do we have a plot summary for Monsters University? Uh, yeah, probably. Or do I need to continue talking about Randy? No, I'm, I will talk. Don't please. No. Um, Randy Newman got his start. No. <laughs> Randy got his. Randy Newman got his start when a sheep got hit by radioactive waste <laughs> and turned into a sheep-human hybrid. <laughs> We are talking about Monsters University. Uh, So here, let me just read this. So a younger Mike Wazowski, the one-eyed monster we all know. Well, no, that sounds terrible. Let me me start over. (laughs) When little Mike Wazowski went onto the scare floor, he wanted nothing more than to become a scarer. Years later, he spends the rest of his days at Monster University. That doesn't right either. But then he meets this lazy student, James P. Sullivan, who is way more of a scarer than he is and from a prominent scaring family. Mike competes for the scare games, but little does he know he needs a fraternity to do so. Soon he has a team of losers who are no good at anything. Mike has to be friendly to Sully when he joins their team. Well... Now Mike and Sully have to win this in order to not just become the best of friends, but get themselves and their fraternity into the scare program. It's going to be a lot of hard work. With the one-eyed monster? Yeah, Mike Wazowski, everyone's favorite one-eyed monster. Oh, gosh. So many jokes. Yes. So many jokes. All right. Of course, Mike is voiced by... uh, Billy Crystal. Yes. And uh, Sully is voiced by John Goodman. John Goodman. So yeah. not only is it this Monsters University, but it's also at the beginning Monsters Elementary. Yes. Correct? Yes. We see Phil Tripp pull up with uh, uh, all the kids in Mike's class in elementary school. They're yep. taking a field trip. And uh, 
we've uh, come to understand that Mike's kind of a loser. Yes, he he's really the smallest kid. Smallest kid. He's got one eye. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's not, not really particularly medicine. scary. Yeah. Yeah. He um he's like big on organizing and being friendly. Yeah. So super good qualities in monsters. <laughs> super good qualities. They go to the factory, I guess the factory where they, yeah, they the, scare the people. The Monsters, Inc. Energy yeah. Company. Yeah. Uh, and they get to the scare floor where they're, they see all the, they're all trying to scare each other and, and he's just not doing a very good job. Um, but then they see uh, the scarers come to the floor and they're all just so impressed. Uh, and Mike realizes the people, the people tease him and say he's never going to be a scarer because he's too small. Uh, and he uh, ends up going into the room with the guy who's doing the scaring and gets out of there. Like he sees kind of how scaring works, gets out of there. Uh, and at the, after that moment, he decides he wants to be a scarer. Yeah, so he tags along, and then he he comes out, and the the guy gives him his monsters. You should go to Monsters U, huh? And so now throughout his uh, adolescence life, he's dreaming of going to Monsters U and and to be a scare major at Monsters U, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, um, and here's where, you know, pretty much our movie starts. You would say that that would be kind of... And this movie really doesn't have that much exposition to it. No, it really doesn't. Which is because, fine because, because it's it is, a prequel. It is a prequel, which I'm almost like glad it doesn't. Yeah. Like it almost now, relies on... You know, so it doesn't have to rely on that. The exposition kind of stuff I find happens at the end of the movie, like before the credit rolls. Like when they're looking through yes. his locker. Yes. Yeah. That's where it's like it's almost like a, re- a like a reverse exposition. Yeah, setting up a you know. yeah, like to connect the two of them because it doesn't make sense otherwise sometimes. <laughs> but they're like, oh wait, here's yeah. the thing that connects the two. So um, Mike's uh, it's just the first day of college. Yeah, and Mike's all gung ho for his first day of college at Monsters U. And let me tell you, I'm impressed by this is 2013. I'm still impressed by this uh, animation. Yes. I think this animation still holds up. I love the fact that there are like at least 400 different monsters. Mm-hmm. And I swear all of them you can see on this campus Yeah, during this scene. I think this scene's a, a great scene. Um, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I really like it. I, I think it, it expands it. When we talk about expanding a universe, this kind of, uh, kind of does in a way where it kind of shows a little bit more. Of, of of different monsters, I don't think it, it quite connects the way that we talk about expanding. Yeah, uh, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, but I do enjoy the fact that like here is, you know, um, college life through a monster. Yes, like the seeing another aspect of their world. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I got you. Okay, um, I'll say this like. I am very impressed by the visuals too. Like they do an excellent job and I really like, I love seeing the Pixar stuff over the years, how much it's changed. Like going back and looking at a bug's life and like the original toy story compared to this is like night and day. Yeah. Um, I still think the original, uh, monsters Inc looks good, but, uh, you know, obviously they've 
even that like because yeah. i i watched this when i watched monsters um university i watched it after monsters inc yeah like a double feature yes and even that like has gotten better oh yeah absolutely yeah um like his fur and hair yeah. and like all this other stuff yeah it, it still looks better yeah um, it's more detailed. Yes. I still thought it looked good before, and it just and now it looks amazing. Um, I think the thing about the, the world expanding, like, I'm kind of of the reverse with you here. Um, because while it does do a little bit of world expansion, like, we learn more about, like, there's a university, and there's, um, there's a university... There's like a technical school. They talk about like scare tech or whatever it is. And we learn there's other energy companies, not just Monsters Inc. There's like Scareco or right. Fearco. That's Fearco. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. We learn in the the end montage. But there's little stuff like that. So like we kind of know about the world. But like I really wanted I think, and again, back to the thing that kind of disappointed me when I found out this was going to be a prequel, is I wanted it to be a continuation of the last movie so that we could see more into, like, the monsters universe. Like, not just this one aspect of the university, because really we were pretty much there for the whole time. Um, I wanted to see more of the world out, more of their world out there and like other things that were going on because obviously they have a fully functioning society. So I wanted to see more of that. Um, so this is where I disagree. I think you do yeah. see it. And I, think I think you see, you see an it. aspect of it. Right. I think you see an aspect of it. And I think I, that, that that pertains to this movie. Having said that, this is not a sequel that that we that, or a prequel that we needed to have. Right. But since we have it, I think that it's a wonderful movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I still think it's good. I just think we could have had more. But um and and you know like I think like I'm not the biggest fan of like the the college like you know the uh, the oh, genre of college uh, movies. Yeah, like the Animal House and, right. you know... Uh, Revenge of the Nerds, Animal House kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of it either, but I kind of... I understand it. Yeah. And I don't know if that well, pertains to me going through collegiate understandings. Well, okay, the first movie is basically China Syndrome for Children. <laughs> and then the second kind movie, of it kind of and then the second movie is animal seriously, House. the first movie is about like an energy crisis where like uh you know there's alternative sources of energy but like big energy is covering it up yeah uh you know and trying to kill people who are getting in their way yeah uh and this one is like oh you you chugged too much and partied too hard and now you failed the big fight right like, and i believe that like they if you were going to do this movie, this movie should have been first. Yeah. And even that, it probably shouldn't have been. You yeah. know what I mean? I, That's why I'm saying that there's no reason for this movie to exist. Yeah. Right? The, but the only, since it does exist, I can, uh, and I'm, you know, because we watched it, and since yeah. it does exist, I can see why it's a good movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I almost, I can get past the fact that it shouldn't exist. Yeah. I almost wish, like, um, like, I would be more comfortable with this if I knew there was another Monsters, Inc. coming somewhere behind it. Like, if they were like, oh, yeah, it's a two-movie thing. We got the the prequel that shows up in between to tell you some of the history, and then we're going to have another one. Right, and let's say, like, 
the reason why we had the prequel was there's stuff in the prequel that will tie into the third movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For instance, like the Nathan Fillion character is is going up, up against them for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we have more of a backstory of that. He works I don't know. Something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe that would be kind of a reason why or that you have. Now like squishy is evil. Or something. You yeah. know what I mean? But we are getting into characters that are, are, are we have not talked about yet. So let's, yes. get, let's get going on that. Maybe we should um, maybe just talk about the other people who are in the fraternity. Sure, let's go. Um, so, so they they go to uh, was it Uzma Kappa? Sure. So they basically you see all of the, it's like your standard PCU and whatever where they're walking through looking at groups. It of is people. It's, it is like PCU meets like the Reven- it Revenge is, of the Nerds. It's just your like boiler. It's like a college movie. It is, but um, I love that like Pixar did that. I don't yeah. know why. It just I love that Disney it, Pixar it, was all like, let's do a college movie, but do it, it in the vein of yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, the uh, so you get oh yeah, I should mention the House Bunny. I think if you want to, like, it's, <laughs> it's like a it's like a sorority version. Should of you mention the House Bunny? Should movies? you really yeah. come on? I, I want to make sure that we're covering both sorority and fraternity movies. Okay, gotcha. Um, anyway, but uh, so they get to pitch perfect. There was a there was a little bit yes. of pitch perfect in here too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, well, yeah, very much so. So they're going through and they're looking at uh, like everybody who's on campus, and you see like all these different groups as Mike is walking by, uh, and they talk about you see all these fraternities and like so like the big ones uh, is the Alpha House. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's Revenge of the Nerds. It's uh, Roar Omega Roar. Kind of in a way, it is. Yeah. It is and the animal, well, not even Animal House, Revenge of the Nerds, kind of. Yeah. Where, um, which is so, funny so. because I keep saying that because John Goodman was in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, he yeah he was. Um, the interesting thing, like, um, I thought it was cute how they did this, but like, it, it is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine coming from like the Greek system for college, like when people just like make up the random. Greek like word name sure. whatever it is like it, it happens in so many movies um, but like at this point I'm pretty much over it I know it's coming so but at least this movie they I think do it the best of any movie like there's no like this is I felt a thigh it's <laughs> like they have uh, there's like Uzma Kappa there oh you mean like where the fraternity or the sorority is kind of like a pun itself is yeah, that what you mean Roar, Alpha, I hate Roar. that you hated that? Oh, I hate like that. Hiss? Oh, yeah, I hate, I hate No, the one in this movie? Not not the ones in this movie, no, but like the ones movie, that like... Works. Oh, it works. Yeah. But like in certain movies where it doesn't, yeah. you're like, ugh, because you feel like they're just pounding it over your head. Or they're like, it's Kappa Omega, yeah. or Kappa, yeah, Kappa Omicron Kappa. And I'm like, yeah. oh, because it spells cock, I get yeah. it. Yeah, like, ha ha, yeah. great. Um, no, in this movie, it's adorable. Yeah. I think it's great. I was like, huh, like, because it... it each of the names fit their fraternity and they they look good like with the Greek letters and everything. Mm-hmm. Not that they're accurate or anything like that, but so I don't the, think they have to be because like maybe in the monster world, Uzma is a Greek letter. Like, so the pricky, the 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 big men on campus, uh soror or fraternity. Sorry. The fraternity, uh who Nathan Fillion voices yes. correct uh, johnny johnny right yeah so nathan filling and then we got uh bobby monahan yeah chet yeah. his kind of dumb crab yeah. sidekick sure 
uh, played by Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, they're the guys that everyone wants to. Oh, they're the popular group, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then we got the kind of uh, nerdy, dorky underachiever. Or well, we have like you know the the preppy girls. We have the, the preppy girls. girls. I'm just talking about our main ones. Yes. And then we right. have the Uzma cat. The ones that or, yeah, the ones that uh, Mike joins. Correct. Yes. Yes. And so we have these are uh, our main characters. Yep. So we have Don, who is kind of this, uh, you know, upper Midwestern monster with a big mustache. Sure. I'm a little bit older of a character, but uh, you know, I figured I might as well start over and try getting into something new. And he was a non-trad. Sa- yeah, he was a salesman. Hey, non-trad. Yeah. Voiced by. Uh, I almost called him Don Murray. Joel Murray. Yes. Plays Don, uh, so Bill Murray's brother, uh, Joel Murray. Uh, he sounds mostly like Brian Doyle Murphy or Murray. Um, he's perfect for this part, I think. Okay, and he's got little tentacle hands. Um, and then there are the two-headed um, monster. I guess they're twins. Uh, Terry with an eye, and there's Terry with an eye who is voiced by Sean Hayes. And is a dance major, and Terry with a Y, uh, who just mostly is straight laced and drinking a cup of coffee, uh, voiced by Dave Foley. And I think this <laughs> is a great like this character. Like I don't think they did enough with them. Like I don't the think lines. they did either. No, I don't think they used them. Yeah, they correctly. they didn't use like Dave Foley was great in there. Like there's a line where he's like. I'm a uh, Terry with an eye goes, well, I'm a dance major, blah, blah, blah. And the other Terry goes, and I am not. And he just drinks a, drinks a cup of coffee. coffee. Very <laughs> day fully. Yeah, very day fully. And I'm not. Yeah. Um, and then we have Art, who looks like he's like a cart. He looks like a child's drawing. Who's like kind of a weird fuzzy rainbow yeah. with like little arms. A fuzzy rainbow mop kind of. Yeah. Who is who is like thing. super optimistic and then like sometimes like he'll just zone in on stuff. But I love what they did with his physicality. Yes. In the movie. Which yeah. we talk about. They have a lot of great like pauses. Like his the way the lines are delivered. Um, like there'll be just like weird random pauses with him where he's just like looking at things and like you see his little eyes dart around. Um, yeah. But he goes from being super happy to being like depressed for a second and then happy again. Um, great. Well done. Uh, voiced by Charlie Day. Um, and then you have, uh, last but not least, uh, Squishy, uh, voiced by Peter Sohn. And uh, who's yeah, who, who's actually mostly an animator director. He but is. He is, a, he is a voice actor as well. Yeah, he's right? done. He's done a lot of Pixar stuff. Right. Well, he started with uh, Iron on Iron Giant. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of like Brad Bird did Iron Giant. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he did a voice in. Uh, he did the voice in the Good Dinosaur. He Wasn't he also voice. the kid from Up? Was he the kid? Yeah, I think he's the kid from Up. No, I don't think. I think he's Russell. He says Russell, uh, the boy in Up. He voiced, but not in the whole thing. Well, I don't know. I'm sure (laughs) he was. um, He was a meal. He was the brother in Ratatouille. Okay, not the whole thing though. Yeah, not the whole movie. The brother. Well, why can't it be the whole movie in Up? 
Why can't it be the whole movie? Yeah. Up? Why can't okay. it be the whole movie up? But it's got to be half the movie of up. But all right, it's all look. Ratatouille. Russell was voiced by Jordan Nagel. Okay. Well, it says Russell. He yeah. He did it for whatever short thing. Okay. Video well, short. He probably had to fill in because the kid was done. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. But it works. Like I could totally see him doing that role yeah. too. But he. Yes, I can too. Squishy is. Uh, I have to tell you, is probably my favorite character of this movie. I think he's a breakout. I love him. Um, I always wondered he's why. Okay. He's okay. I always wondered because they have Monsters University. We pets. we we collect pets. Yes. And you, I always wondered the same thing. What's this weird thing with twelve eyes? Yeah. And I was like, why? Why is this important? In Monsters University. And now that we've wa- now that we've watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah, he is fantastic. So the 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 ones they had, were, of course, were Mike. Uh, you have Randall. You have Sully, and then Squishy, um, who looks like the kid from Up in monster form. Maybe that's why I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> I think. And then maybe that's the he kind does of look a, like the kid from Up, but he does that's right with seven eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Holy cow. Um, so, no, he, uh, I love Squishy. He's very optimistic. Right. And, like, he's very sweet and soft-spoken. And he almost is, like, um, he's almost kind of creepy just by, because he's so quiet when he moves around. Like, they have a couple times where he sneaks up accidentally just because he's so quiet. And I think he's animated very adorably too. Just, <laughs> he looks like he's made of like bubble gum. Like he's made of like something kind of squishy. in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we can't forget that uh, Mike's roommate uh, at the beginning of the movie is Randall. Yeah. Who again is voiced by uh, Steve Buscemi, who's actually um, a nice guy. So we actually find out the uh, the genesis of the uh, the reason why Randall's kind of mean in yeah. a way in well, the first movie. Which yeah. I kind of like. Yes, kind of I like too. that. Like the reason why it's because of Mike. Well, you know I, I mean? think that you thought because he's like, "Oh, you're going to meet your roommate," and I think everybody probably thought it was going to be Sully. Yeah, you you just thought it was. Yeah, and the door opens and it's Randall, right. and he's super nice, and they though they're talking to one another, uh, him and Mike, and then he's like, he goes invisible, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have done that," and Rand- and Mike is like, "No, no, no." That's awesome. You should use that. Make it work for you. Yeah, except lose the glasses. Except lose the glasses because you, the glasses are still there. So you need to lose those so that people can see you. And he goes, oh. And so he takes them off. And when he doesn't have them on, he's squinting, which explains why, like, in the Monsters, Inc., because he's always kind of, like, glaring yes. at everybody. That explains why. It's because yeah. he's really he can't see very well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we go to the uh, the scare classes, yeah, and uh, that's where we actually meet Sully for the first time. And Sully is a big time. His family was involved in the scaring. He he was a scarer he's, back yeah, in the day. He's a legacy. So he's yeah. a legacy. So this is actually a story that deals with book smarts as opposed to street smarts, and how one isn't better than the other one, and one isn't worse than the other one. Yeah, it, they are just techniques that people use and uh and i like that i like that this is a story that brings that 
You know what I mean? Not a lot of, uh, uh, you would say, cartoons kind of deal with that. Or let alone movies in general deal with the fact that, you know, you don't have to be book smart to be good at, at, at a job. And you don't have to be street smart to be good at a job. You know what I mean? Because yeah. technically they're both at the same position at the, at the end of the movie, which is kind of the start of the, the, yes. the first movie. Now, um, so his his... Sully's parents, like his dad, obviously is pretty famous. Yes. Um, how much do you think that he had to pay to get him into Monsters? Well, University? so what people don't know is that Sully's dad actually isn't really a scare. He's actually a fashion designer, and his mom used to be on a situation <laughs> comedy back in the eighties called Scare Your House. <laughs> Full haunted house. Full haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the joke was right there, and I didn't even. Didn't even <laughs> I was thinking that too, especially like when uh, Mike Mike is first walking on the campus, and we see the crew. Yes, the crew team, and I'm like, oh no, so many jokes in my head right yeah. now. Um, so they had like a nice little touch. They had this like underwater class for like underwater mm-hmm. monsters, um, or like more aquatic. Creatures, and I was like, "Oh, I want to know more about that." Like that seemed really interesting. Well, to also me. the fact that like the there is also technical schools for like building the doors, building the uh, the capsulations of the, the of when, canisters, uh, the canisters. Yeah. Yes, yeah. when someone gets scared, like all this, and I kind of enjoy that that aspect of like knowing kind of the genesis of where all that comes from, or learning about how that that it gets made. I don't think we tackle that a lot in this movie, but hey, it is there. So, we are going to talk about the uh the main plots of the movie, which is the fact that they both get kicked out of the scare school class yeah. for knocking over a big canister thing that uh Helen Mirren's character like what was yes. that? Uh so Helen's Helen Mirren's character Dean Hard uh, Scrabble is a pretty creepy monster. Um, Originally, they had it as a male. Really? But they were like, we have too many male characters. Yeah. Let's make it a female. I agree. Um, And she does an excellent job. And, like, the thing is, like, I don't... It's weird. My feelings towards this character are a little strange. Like, um, so she is very tough... But I don't, like, hate her. I'm not, like, she's not a jerk about it. She's just, like, hey, I'm just, you know, she's, like, any professor who cares about her field. You know, she's she's not plotting against them. She's not trying to screw them over. Like, she's just, like, I don't think you can cut it, you know, and, and holds them accountable. Mm-hmm. They, they're in class. And while they're they're getting ready to do scare demonstrations for their final, uh, Mike and Sully start kind of uh, trying to, you know, get their scares ready. And while they're doing it, uh, they kind of get a little physical and then uh, they both fall and hit the canister that was like the all-time scare record for the professor, uh, for Dean Hardscrabble. It was her, like, one souvenir from her scaring days, and they busted it. Um, And so she was like, all right, 
you know what? Let's do the test right now. Show me your best scare. And like Mike doesn't even get to go. And she's like, sorry, you fail. You're out. And then uh, Sully just does one scare. She's like, you didn't even let me tell you like what the scenario was. And he goes, I don't need to. All I need to do is just be big and scary. And she's like, it's not how it works. Like, right. She's kind of setting up the fact that like it's it's not necessarily book smarts or it's not necessarily street, street smarts. It's almost working together as putting those two together and how like both Sully doesn't have the book smarts and uh, Mike doesn't the have the street smarts. Yeah, yeah. The technique of it. Yeah. So they get kicked out of uh, scare school and uh, Mike finds a way to get back in and that's called the, uh, the scare games. The scare games. Yeah. And basically it's just uh, another take on these college games that you do have. Yes. You yeah. know, which is kind of fun. Um, and the dean is there because the dean kind of founded the, the, the scare games. Yes. And they make uh, a little bet. And Mike says, if I win, we get to go back into the scare school. Yeah. My, the whole, my whole group. My does. whole group does. Yeah. Which is the, the okay. Yeah. Whatever. The, fraternity. The ooze. Yeah. The ooze kappa. The ooze kappa. And uh, fine. If, fine. If, if you lose, then you have to leave Monsters University forever. Yeah. Okay, but we're not going to lose. Ha ha. Yeah. And uh, Sully joins joins that group. And uh, yeah. And so uh, a couple scenes that uh, are important to talk to are the first round of events that happen, which is that little tunnel kind of scene where. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So the first scene, the first game is basically they have to. Like, when they go into a kid's room, they have to avoid, like, all of the junk that's on the floor, any toys or anything, because you don't want to alert a kid or the adults who are out there. So you got to be kind of quick on your feet. Um, so they're like, um, you have to run through here and, uh, you know, get to the light on the other side. Since toys are toxic, like, human toys are actually toxic, because that's what they thought. They were like... Um, we have these other things that are these like prickly barbs that glow. And if you get stuck with them, you basically balloon up wherever they touch you. <laughs> um, which is, it was a gross effect, but fun. But fun. The they look like yeah. those stickers you get, like when you uh, walk into a field. Yes. Yeah. Cockaburs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the one eyed monster and his cockaburs. <laughs> yeah. So, and um, the, the, but the, what the, the one eyed monster was so engorged, he was, tripping. yes. <laughs> but what, what, what happens in this, in the scene is that Mike thinks Mike and Sully think that they're going up against each other and they're not, yes. they're going up against the other teams. Yes. So the whole team has to cross the 25, but they don't, they just are selfish jerks and yeah. you know, they make it, but like their team doesn't make it. So they end up in last place. Yes. But one so, of the other teams. Um, yeah, they, they would have been eliminated. Yeah, except for the other team cheated, and, and when they that happened, they got to stay in. So we're 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 still in. Yes. Now is the next is the next event the library library? Scene? Oh, yeah. I love this scene. So you know what's I will say is cool about this. Um, so basically, the the whole premise is you have to get across the library silently because the librarian will come after you if you make any sound and she is this giant like tentacled monster uh who will chase you down and like throw you out you you see one monster who like makes some sound 
and she throws him out of the skylight. So all these teams are silently moving across to get their flags together. Um, now, the thing I like about this is that the uh, the librarian, who is the uh, the slug, or who with the tentacle things, um, it just shows you how long, far they've come in their animation. Because originally, uh, Sully was supposed to have tentacles. Like, he was supposed to have, be a tentacle monster. But they it was tough to do those uh, in the, the previous films. Like, you had, like, an octopus or something like that. But uh, you didn't have Sully with him because it would have been too hard to animate. Right. So, um, yeah, it... it uh, it was. I thought it was pretty cool. She has these the giant tentacles that are just flying around, and well, I love the fact that like the team starts to work together, and then they realize that um, it's not necessarily that you have to be quiet in order to yeah. make it. You just have to not get caught, which I love that. Yes, and so they're like they just start making distractions, um, you know, for each other. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm over here, and so she doesn't know where to go. And they have to grab the the flag yes. that has their their fraternity on it, so they finally all all make it out. But but they're like, oh no, we forgot the flag. But uh, what's Squishy this? got it. Yeah, Squishy got it. Because it was all about because they were by this point they're like, what can we do? Like, what are our skills? Yeah. And you realize uh, Don like with his little suction cup tentacle things like he, they get stuck to stuff really easily, uh, especially when he's sweaty. And so, like, in this, he sticks to the floor and he makes a bunch of sound inadvertently, which which brings the librarian away from Sully, who is making a bunch of racket trying to get the flag. Um, and so it goes after Don. So then uh, Art is like, hey, wait a minute, and starts making a bunch of sound somewhere else. And, like, they're all making sound and kind of distracting her. Uh and they grab everybody and go. And that's when, like, Squishy, who, uh, or, like, uh, Terry and Terry would talk about, like, how they're good at close-up magic because it's all about the art of distraction. <laughs> right. And so later, when they're like, we didn't get the flag, and they go, the art of distraction. And Squishy has it. Then. Right. So. Right. Good old Squishy. And I also think it's, he gets it because, like, no one's paying attention to him because he's yeah. just so, like. Just there, yes. You know what I mean. Just like so, that's his scare technique. So quiet and it's just, just like so quiet. Just like I'll just look at you. And you're like ah. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a montage of them kind of like, you know, coming Training. in yeah. second to uh, a lot of the other races and stuff like that. Until the end, the last big finale event, which yes. is of course with them and our bad. Fraternity guys. Yeah. So, of course, it's going to be the, the good guys versus the bad guys. Yes. And here is, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's a scare kind of, uh, like, well, how would you describe this? Like a scare. It's like a scare off. Scare off kind of in it's, a way. They, Each they, one of them go up and, and try to see how well they can scare. Yeah. Like the uh, the the module, not the module, but the, uh, how, how do I want to put it? The mark. The kid, the, yes, but it's a, it's a stim, stimula, not stimulation. simulation, simulation. Yes, the one-eyed monster stimulation. <laughs> and uh, it's a simulation of like what they'll what they'll run into on the floor. 
they get a card that says like what the kid like what their uh uh you know particular fears are and then you have to pick the right scare tactic to to get them um and so it's actually really interesting like the roar omega roar is just a bunch of big monsters so they get all like they're doing fairly well um a couple of them get rattled accidentally because they uh like as an example like uh sully goes in makes this massive roar and when he does that uh it shakes the other booth and randall who's in there trying to scare somebody falls onto a like a heart uh like a white pink and white striped rug with hearts on it and he changes that color and so then the kid is not scared so, you know, he is basically uh, seen to be a fraud because of that. Um, he also has, uh, they, like, each of them go through their thing. My favorite, though, is Squishy. I've watched <laughs> it a couple times. It shows it from the kid's perspective. The kid sits up, and he looks, and you see Squishy standing at the end of his bed, and he pans over and then he pans back and it's gone. And then the kid looks around and turns to the right and Squishy is just standing there looking all dead eyed. And the kid just screams. It was the creepiest, like <laughs> legitimately creepiest thing. Um, oh, it was so good. Um, but earlier, um, Sully had talked with the Dean who basically was like, look, do you really think that Mike is the scariest? And he goes, he's done all this stuff. He's like, he taught us all to be scary. He's done these great things. He's done this, this, and this. Like, basically talks about how great this guy is. And she goes, yes, but do you think he's scary? Do you think he could scare anybody? And Sully can't answer that because he knows that he doesn't think Mike can. He doesn't have it. And she's like, great. So when you guys fail still, you're out. So like yeah. uh, Squishy goes and Sully goes. And then it's Mike versus the big guy. Uh, so versus uh, Johnny from Roar Omega Roar. Uh, and they go in there. Uh, and Mike Mike does some cool, some genuinely creepy stuff. He like scratches the bedpost. And he, like, uh, flicks the curtains as he goes by. And so the kid's looking around. Sure. Jumps up and he roars. And it's, like, through the roof. Like, the scares are through the roof with that. Yeah. And. We won. Yeah, they won. So it was was awesome. So, like, I thought that scene was good. Like, the the scaring was good. I Um, thought it was, too. But I thought, like, what progressed after that, I did not like. See, that's when I started liking. Yeah, that's just when I. You and I are really opposite. Yeah, on we're this very one. opposite on this movie. This, this is when I was like, Ugh, okay, because I didn't. I don't like when they were trapped in in the other world. Yeah. I really don't. I thought well, that that was just a. I thought, what was the point of all that before if you were then just going to be trapped in the in the other world? And I thought like they both get kicked out of college. And then they do this amazing thing where they well we'll talk about it where they yeah. Uh, yeah. so Mike realizes that that Sully set well, the the machine he said he goes boo yeah just like jokingly yeah. and the kids so he realizes that again. he set the machine up right he yeah. he made it he made his levels 
to be easy instead yes. of hard like the other people. And uh, so he doesn't like that. And so he runs off. And I'm like, I just wanted a heartfelt, you know, conversation between Mike and and that. But I guess I, they had to, like, work together yeah. as, like, book smarts and street smarts yes. in order for this, this movie to continue. Yes. You know, or, you know, for this movie to have its full effect. And I get that. But I felt like, why are we going into that universe? Or why are we going into the real universe? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So he he gets mad and he runs off to uh, where they're uh, building the doors. Yes, right in the lab and, where they're designing. Yes, them. and he uh, steals a key and he decides to go through one of the doors. Yeah, so Mike goes and, through. Yeah, to prove that he I can scare. So he goes up to uh, scare one of the girls, and he, he realize the girl goes, <laughs> "You're funny looking," or he's just you're yeah. not really that scary looking, and she yeah. kind of laughs at him. That's when he realizes he has that epiphany that he's like, "I'm not." Yeah. I'm not scary. And then he also realizes he's in a summer camp. <sighs> yes. So it's in a bunk filled with girls. Filled with Who are not scared of who him. Who are not scared of him at all. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, of course, everything, all hell's breaking loose in the other world, yeah. in the monster world. Um, they're trying to, to get through all of this. Um, the dean has locked everything down. And uh, Sully's like, I have to go get Mike. Well, and Sully had already told the dean earlier, like, he realized, you know what, I need to come clean with this. So he goes and he tells Mike, or goes and tells her, hey, this is not Mike's fault. It's not the rest of my team's fault. It's this. You know, do what you want with me, but let them get back in the right. program. Right, like I said, they got they, they yeah. both kind of have a way of getting kicked out of, of yes. monsters. And so he gets he gets expelled. But he realizes that to what Mike did, and he goes and tries to help him. Yeah, because he's and so his the friend. team distracts yeah. while yes. you know he gets in there. Yeah. Uh, so he goes through the uh, Sully when he gets there. The cops are already at the summer camp, and so he's trying to like dodge them and go find Mike. And uh, we we get the scene where like Mike is sitting by the water. Um. And he's just like, I couldn't do it. You know, I, you, you, you know, you did this. You, you know, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And it, it, it thought it was almost a little too close to the first movie where they're in the Himalayas, where they have that very like quiet, heartfelt moment. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, oh this again. Although like when they did it, I actually thought it was better here than in the first one. Okay. Like that scene was always kind of weird. For well, me so they locked them in, so they're like, yeah, they can't get out. So Mike so, says we can we can make enough scare energy to like make that door open. Yeah, how are we gonna do that? Yeah, there's nobody here. Well, here I've I can think of a uh, you know I've got the I've got the logistics, I've got the the facts, and yeah, I've got all the skills. About scaring, I can I can you know set up the whole scare thing, and you with your. You know, street smarts can go and scare the living shit out of them. Yeah, well, the whole thing is, it's like, um, you know, they say, like, once you get a teenager, you're done trying to scare them. Yeah. They're not going to be scared anymore. Right. And, and so Sully's, even Sully's like, I can't scare these, these yeah, policemen. Yeah, because these are come adults, in. like six adults. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I can't do it. And so Mike's like, follow my lead. And let me tell you, that scene... I like that scene. That of it scene is fantastic because it's so creepy and yeah. kind of like scary in itself. Not like you know, it's almost like a cartoon horror movie in a way. It is. Yeah, 
Um, like you know, there's like little curtains going. There's yeah. like uh, dolls that are just random. Finally, he just scares the living shit out of him so much. Not only does it open the door, but it it starts breaking the canisters yeah. inside on the other side, where uh, where the classroom's at. I mean, it starts breaking everything, and they they end up like almost. Well, they break the door and they come up on the on the other side. Yeah, they manage to jump through the door right as it's getting like overloaded yeah. and it blows up behind them. Yeah. But the 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 dean is trapped in there. She seals the lab shut before then when she shut it down so that they couldn't get back through. And so she's seeing all this happening and she's like, "How how did this happen?" And she seems like genuinely like they didn't make her evil about it. She was just very like, "Wow, how did you do that?" Right. And I was like, okay, so this is how they get back in the universe. Right, you would think, right? Over. That's yeah. why I was like, well, they got to get back in somehow, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I felt. Like, yeah. well, they got to have something, right? And so that's why I didn't want to do that to me. But anyway, so now they're they're both kicked out. They're both expelled. Yeah. And they're saying their goodbyes to, you know, their friends. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, which is a nice touching scene, which is the scene I wanted instead of the scene that you know, of going over. So, you know, he says that, uh, you've done so much for us. Thank you. You know, even Sully's like, look, you are, you might not be scary, but you're fearless, which yeah. is great. Which is yes. a great line, which I love at the end of it. And then, uh, the Dean flies, flies down and I'm like, okay, the Dean's going to like accept yes. them again. Yes. Right. This is where, she's this is like where she goes. Undo oh no, I was wrong. Cause, cause you've done, <laughs> You've done things I've never thought anyone could do, but you're still expelled. Yes. And I'm like, that's so it. weird to me. And so, so weird. And so Mike goes, I know how to get into, you know. He's like, well, why don't we, which is an interesting message where he's like, look, we, we don't need college. Didn't, we didn't go through the college way. Right. So we'll do it a different way. We'll do it our way. Yeah. And so they started at the bottom in the mail room. Right. Which I love. Yeah. I love that. I love that you don't need to necessarily go through the steps of your collegiate, you know, under, you know, after high school to, to uh, achieve something. Which you, we hear more and more. You hear more and more that, like, of like you that. You really don't got it. Even back in 2013, you never really did. No. Yeah. So I'm like, well, kudos, I guess. Yeah. Disney for bringing that, you know. So I guess they don't have to, you know, they don't have that much school debt. To pay, to pay off. <laughs> True. Yeah. Only a semester. Right. Ish. So, um, and then they're they're in the mail room, and that's when we see all the mail come down, and then uh, we get uh, a nice cameo from the uh, abominable snowman, the abominable snowman yeah. who says, uh, "You know, hey, kid, hey, you guys, don't uh, be careful with that. If you tamper with the mail, it's it's uh, grounds for banishment." Which is funny. Which because, is because he was banished in the first movie. Huh. So I would say you've been deuced with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. So should we do our five questions? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part of this movie? Um, my favorite part of this movie is the camaraderie that uh that you have with uh the fraternity. Once they start training, once they start uh, believing in themselves, Mike Mike might not be a good monster, but he's a good trainer at monsters if you can't do you teach right and so like that's what i felt like maybe they'll they'll have mike come back to school and he'll be a teacher of teaching some of these even though we know what he does but you know what i mean i'm just so i'm like come on (laughs) it's just like why 
But uh, I think my favorite part is the fact that we do get these other creatures that uh, are part of kind of a gang. And, you know, it is one of those uh, stories of the uh, the dorks and the, you know, the jocks. Yeah. You know, the, the typical story that we get. But I kind of enjoyed it in, in this rendition. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I would say... Um, Honestly, my, my even though I'm not big on that college story, I love the exact same thing. I love the interactions with that group, and to me, it's very heartfelt. And like the the characters themselves, while they have you know these goofy traits, none of them are like, "Hey, you're just the nonstop butt of the joke," or "You're less than." They yes. all have their strengths. They all have their they, strengths. Yeah, and those come together so well. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Um, one other thing, I don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed it that much, but it's very subtle. But um, there's a lot of imagery with like Mike crossing lines. Yes. And every time that happened, I was like, yeah, because it was like he was taking another step. Step. Uh, he was he was breaking a barrier that he had for himself. Yes, and I loved that. It's very subtle, like. You, like I don't a, remember that from the first movie. No, no, it was this one. Right, he, because he was, I think he just has the confidence. He did it when it was coming off the bus. Yes. At the very beginning. Mm-hmm. He did it when, like, when, when he was going like, to college. Don't cross the line to go onto the scare floor when he yeah. was a kid. And everybody's right up to the line, and he's the only one who crossed it. Um, when he goes to college, when he first yes. steps on to the university campus, he does it. Um, he, when he steps... Uh, off of the campus, like when they get expelled, he does it. He stops yeah. and kind of looks at the line and steps over it. Um, and then he does it when he, at the very end yeah. of the movie too. Like Also I, the fact that like this movie teaches people and kids, because it's for kids, teaches kids that it's not necessarily like you can have goals and goals are important, right? Yes. But sometimes those goals aren't necessarily where you go. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Once yeah. you complete those goals, that doesn't mean like that's what you were meant to do. Yeah. You might find a different path in the process of trying to obtain those goals. It's, it's and about I'd the like journey, that. not yeah. the destination. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You said it nicer. <laughs> um, no. So I, I really did enjoy that. Um, do, uh, does this make you want to watch the first movie? Absolutely makes me want to watch the first one. I love Monsters, Inc. Uh, just, oh God, I love it. Because I love the whole, it's adorable, but not like adorable monsters because they are monsters. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love that aspect. I've always loved that aspect of Monsters, Inc. But this movie makes me want to watch Monsters, Inc. even more. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I agree. And for some reason, it makes me want to watch Pitch Perfect, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Um, Does it, so it makes you want to watch Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, I'm always up for watching Monsters, yeah. Inc. Like I said, I, I, you know, I like the China Syndrome. That's, that's like. <laughs> China Syndrome is amazing. Yeah. No, it, it is. It's the first one is like, it's definitely like, it's like the Pelican Renewal Brief. Renewal yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Did you say the Pelican Brief? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> then the, uh, but with, you know. Uh, Less Denzel Washington? Yeah. And, and, you know, Julia Roberts, other things are as scary as Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I saw another monster like uh, <laughs> breathe heavily into the. Mind. OK, go ahead. Um, but no, I, I it does definitely make me watch the first. Um, 
Do you think this movie stands up on its own? Yes, and there's a reason why I think it does. I think it stands on its own. Like, I think you can watch this movie without watching the first one. Having said that, watching the first one, I think it's better if you watch the first one first. Yeah. Because you get some of the inside jokes. But even if you don't, that doesn't mean that you're going to lose the first movie, right? Like, yeah. you're not going to lose the the impacts and power of the first movie by watching this one first. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I was going to say, watch this one first and then watch this, the second one, yeah, you could still do that. Mm-hmm. And I still think that it stands on its own. Yes. I think, like you said, there's stuff at the end that you would maybe have more questions about. Yes. Than, than the beginning, but but would, and, but that far it's too far into it that you're like it doesn't matter. Well, none of that would have. It wasn't like plot. Points, it wasn't plot points. Yeah, question it. Yeah, but I think again, like it would. There's definitely things that would be enhanced by having seen the first one, like uh, Roz at the end, or like right um, exactly. You're like uh, who's that? The number one, yeah, or like seeing because um, they kind of explain the energy thing in this one, uh-huh. but they don't explain it. As in much as much detail as they do in the original, right? And so, like, I definitely think it holds up on its own. Um, but again, the first one just enhances it even right. more. Um, let's see. Uh, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? There are no talks right now of making a monsters, a uh, third monsters movie, which would be Monsters Inc. Two, because technically it would not be three, right? Right. If we're going to do that correctly. Um, there was talks about when that, that the second one wouldn't be a sequel or a prequel like the first one, like that, like this one was. Yeah. So this one was actually going to actually be a sequel set into the fact of like finding like, like Boo's family moved. And so they would have to go search oh. for her. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with that too. Um, I just think, ah, continue. I like this. I like this universe yeah. enough. I I say continue as well. Um, I think you need to did be, they make a Did they make a cartoon? I thought there was a cartoon. Yeah, I think okay. there was uh, for a little bit. I, I think you need to be careful, though, because of, uh, you know, the age of some of the kids, some of the actors. But I like, think you do, too. Um, but... Like, I think you could make it this a trilogy and still be fine. Yes, I agree. Do you know I agree. I mean? um, but yeah, I would I would definitely continue sooner rather than later. I would too. And maybe maybe dealing with like uh, Boo as an adult or like, uh, you know, something where maybe the two worlds are aware of each other or right. something. Right. So. Or um, from what I understood what I was reading... It would be more kind of like almost a Peter Pan complex in a way with Boo, which I was thinking about that too as well. Where she wouldn't want to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That would be, I would watch that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess we're to our last question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of your experience in two words. Um, Unnecessarily enjoyment, meaning that this prequel did not really need to happen. Right, there's no reason for this movie to be made. It doesn't advance anything in particular for the first movie. It doesn't make the first movie better. This movie, I don't think it does. There's no reason for us to be all like, "Oh, Mike and Sully, the college years." Right. Having said that, 
it has a sweetness to it that yes does remind me of first one but also kind of reminds me of more of an of your younger salad days of, of of just kind of trying to find yourself and so i enjoy that um i think this movie i like this movie more now as an adult than um than let's say i would if i watched it uh, you know as a kid you know what i mean i feel like even though there's not like adult humor in in it i feel like there's adult topics in it and I feel like you get more out. I think that's why it doesn't yeah. fare well in like ranking wise, which is a shame. I think if you look back into it, I think this is a better movie than people. I don't think it's better than the first one by any no, means, but I think this is better than than putting it on like a list of like having it seventeen or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they that's where they put it with Pixar movies. Like oh really? Down, oh, they put it like car with Cars three, Ooh. and I don't think that is anywhere well, near Cars three. You know, like, but I get uh, like people like, but it's not necessary. You don't need this movie. Yes, yeah. So go ahead. You're too. I, I'm to that point. I think that there are definitely some Pixar movies I like more than others. But honestly, like, I don't think there's any Pixar movie that I can't watch and find something enjoyable in. I think they turn out fine products. Even Cars Three, like, it's fine. But I, I think there's there's movies that you would want to watch over and over again. Agreed. Yeah. And I don't think this is necessarily one of those movies. No, it's not. No. Uh, but having said that, if this movie was on, I wouldn't change the channel. Yeah. Which okay. So my my two words, by the way, are without honors. Uh, <laughs> so. Because you you wanted Joe Pesci to be in it. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, that I mean. Joe Pesci is a monster from that world. Who well, you know, this used to be our playground, but keep going. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, no, it, I think it's it's a fine movie. It gets you across the finish line. Like it's enjoyable. It's all these things, but there's nothing in there that makes me go. This is one of the tip top yep. best. Yep. It's just passable. It's without honors, but it got there. It just didn't doesn't get the same accolades. For I me think that, like, this movie is a cash do. grab that works. Yeah, as opposed to a, ca- a cash grab that doesn't. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. So you've been deuce on everything monsters. You or monsters university? As uh, I mean, technically it's monsters university, right? Not monsters. You. Even yes, those hats is M U. All right, we're gonna continue our prequels to sequels. Our Loose Deuce series with our next movie. And uh, next week we'll be doing uh, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. That's right. The yes. second Indiana Jones movie to be uh, to be released. But it is a prequel to all of that, the Indiana Jones movies. That is true. So uh, look forward to that one. But for now, folks, the sequel is King. <laughs>